You are now listening to the Conversationalist Podcast. Well, hello, and thank you for listening <laughs> to another episode of the Conversationalist Podcast. This is episode 53. I'm Jesse, and I'm here with Amanda. <laughs> She's laughing. She's there, though. Um, here. We, uh, we We recorded um, episode 53 probably about you 30 minutes it. ago. Yeah, I fucking ruined it. Uh, we later. we bought a, a bunch of new equipment, and I've been trying to figure out how to use this mixer and the, the uh, new um, microphones and headsets and all this stuff like that, and I've been trying to find a good way to get, well, you know, make the best adjustments for sound quality and things like that. Mm. It's still a work in progress at this point, um, and... In the process of editing the podcast, basically just you know splicing the intro outro stuff to the the meat of the podcast, and uh, basically trying to in, improve the sound quality <laughs> of the podcast before we publish it. Um, I fucking yeah, I just butchered it like I fucking can't believe I, you did that. Yeah, I didn't save, so I guess you know for those Special. that also record podcasts or whatever <laughs> save the original project first before you start fucking with stuff because yeah. i didn't do that and that was a rookie mistake um Rip. but with that said we are uh re-recording the fucking podcast amanda doesn't think it's gonna be as good because all the glory was on the first one i it guess it was a good one it was decent you didn't yell at me for once we're not speaking up or whatever well okay so um our previous setup was one microphone sure, that we both sure, had sure. to share we had to like strategically place it in on the in the middle of us and then the thing is is i tend to talk um in a higher tone than amanda does and so where we would position the one microphone which would pick up our voice pretty well but you had to speak at a certain tone and like be you know be close enough to the microphone in order to get the good sound quality and she would just not speak high enough and so her sound quality would always be crap and I'm like speak to the microphone squid brain and she's just like whatever yeah Joe Deer thing so uh with that said and moving on from all of that. We are going to be doing a review of Cars 3, which we actually saw um, earlier today. Um, it came out technically Friday, but it, was, it had a lot of showings on Thursday night, you know, here in town and I'm sure everywhere else. And so um, just to go over, I guess, the basics of the movie Cars um, is... <laughs> What? In case you forgot. Yeah. Well, you know, there's like the little, like the little synopsis that they have on the IMDb page, which isn't much of one. You know, normally there's like a couple of, like, like two sentences or well, even. If you like, give two more than two sentences, then you're gonna give away the whole plot of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So it, it all it says is the Lightning McQueen sets out to prove to a new generation of racers that he's still the best race car of. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Lonnie McQueen Very sets out to prove to a new generation of racers that he's still the best race car in the world. Wow. Um, yeah, that sums it up. And, yeah, that's ba- but basically what the whole fucking movie's about. I mean, duh. That's what the synopsis is for. 
Um, now the IMDb page gives it a 7.5 out of 10 based on like 2072 ratings from other people and made a, made a score, um, through Metacritic, which is associated or it's kind of tagged in the IMDb page there is, uh, it gets a 59. And so, um, in our previous podcast, Matt had gone on to the Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, it actually is an F. Technically a D is 60 plus. Well, close enough. <laughs> you still wouldn't pass. That's a fucking F. Whatever. Um, so in the previous podcast, Amanda had looked on the Rotten Tomatoes page, and we were just curious as to like how the Cars 3 movie rated compared to the Cars 2 movie, because I personally thought that the Cars 2 movie was nowhere sucked. near as good as the first one, and I felt like this Cars 3 kind of went back to the roots of what made Cars 1 good. And um, I think it showed that the ratings were significantly Garden. lower in Cars 2. Like, basically it failed across the board even with people that watched it. It's like a 50% with the audience and less than that with the critics. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And so um, with Cars 3, you don't have that. Um, they definitely tried to, you know, bring back some of the magic that made the first one good. And, you know, of course, the people that you would expect to be back are back. Owen Wilson is the voice of uh, Lightning McQueen. Um, and Larry the Cable Guy is the voice of Mater. Now, um, I mean, I guess, you know, if you care, um... Who is it? Uh, Larry the Cable Guy tells Prilosec. <laughs> yeah, well, Amanda was like, I think, that's the, I think his last fucking role was in, you know, Cars 2. He hasn't done any work since then. And I was, I had no idea, but she was like, no, he did those Prilosec commercials. He did. Which I didn't, I mean, I'm sure he's done something since then. I mean, I'm sure he's done like stand up somewhere or something. Nobody cares. I don't know. I mean, that's what he's going to be known for, his fucking meter voice. Meter tater. But, uh, let's see here. Um, now, new on, uh, new to the movie is, uh, Cristela Alonso, who voices Cruz Ramirez, who's, like, the co, um, I guess, not the, the other main character of this movie um the second most important character to lightning mcqueen is cruz ramirez and uh let's see here um and amanda had picked this up early on when we were watching the movie i had no idea that he had a voice in this movie but nathan fillion um plays the voice of sterling who is lightning mcqueen's new sponsor in the movie and he's like a very very good looking car (laughs) (laughs) He, he is. He's was, a good-looking man. <laughs> well, he, is that why they made Larry the Cable Guy major? <laughs> They're trying to say that he sucks. Well, he, uh, I don't and know. He looks, because he does, but... It's... Oh, wow. They're getting harsh on him. Well, are they going to make him chubby, too? Like, they should have just made him, like, a van tow truck? They could have. <laughs> they could have made him some, like, Chester van. They had... Well, there was already that kind of van, but it was a peace van. Well, that's the weed guy. That's why he has the hippie band. <laughs> the weed guy. You're what funny. What's his name? Like Chong. Cheech Chong. Which one? No, Cheech is the painter. Okay, then Chong is the... He's the... Yeah, he's the van. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can speak. 
You're spoking. Very, very. Um, let's see here. And so, let's see. An army hammer, which is a fucking weird name when you say it all together. Army <laughs> hammer is Jackson Storm. <laughs> Doesn't it? I was like, who the fuck is that guy? When I was reading the IMDb thing, I was like, army hammer, he's the fucking um, other kind of main character in the movie. And she was like, oh, he fucking was in that movie with, like, Johnny Depp and the Eagle Head and the horse. I never said anything about yeah, Eagle Head. Yeah, you fucking were just, like, going off on, like... I said the Indian and the horse. Do you yeah. want to say Eagle Head? So, hey, guess what? You knew what the movie was, too. No, I didn't. Yes, no, did. I didn't. You yes, were like, did. oh, but Army Hammer, like, he's the main character. Like, he was the Lone Ranger. Yeah, and I was like, oh, called. okay, that's cool. I never saw that movie because it looks stupid as fuck. I didn't see it either, but I saw plenty of commercials to know. To know that was Army was. Hammer? How'd you know it was Army Hammer? He had the mask on. Because they had his name in the damn previews. <laughs> oh, there's a good reason. Oh, you can't talk your way out of that one. No, I can. I don't remember no. seeing his name. Of course you don't. <laughs> You're like, that's Army Hammer. What's in the bottle? Yeah, anyways. What? Okay, I got something to drink because I was thirsty. <laughs> I have um, juice with ocean vodka. Let's taste of this. Of course so you quick. did. I'm fucking thirsty. Of course you did. Well, it's it's Saturday night. We're not doing anything. We're recording a podcast. I mean... Yeah, because you deleted the other one. It's not my fucking fault, man. It's your new fault. mixer, new equipment. It's your fault. Mm. Mm. That tastes good. So, um... It's essentially the, the the whole premise of the story is that Lightning McQueen is obviously getting old. He's been in the game a long time. Um, you know, he's a very successful racer, and with that, um, you know, him getting old is that um, there's new blood. <laughs> there's new blood coming into the racing circuit, and all of these um, these new racers are super fast and it's getting really hard for him to compete on the level that he used to because he just doesn't have what these new cars have. And so no matter how much he tries, no matter how hard he's pushing himself, he's kind of come to the realization that like no matter what he does, he's not going to be able to, you know, get to the level of where these newer cars are at. And, um, you know, so he does uh, a little bit of soul searching after he gets into a collision and everybody's assuming that uh, his career is basically over. Yeah. And uh, he realizes that um, his old sponsors, the two brothers that owned um, Rusty's, had sold their company. And that's kind of where Nathan Fillion's character comes in, Sterling. This billionaire bought Rusty's and they had the state-of-the-art facility where they can kind of, you know, get Lightning McQueen on the same page with how all of these other new... Um, people are training as far as like the racing goes and then what you end up finding out is that uh, no matter how much training he's doing no matter how you know no matter how many simulations he's doing or whatever he's doing that's making these new people better it's just not working and so um, he kind of sets off on like a soul-searching mission with this trainer that he has given who is the character that uh, Cristela Alonso plays in Cruz Ramirez is a female trainer that's basically supposed to get him back on track. And uh, so he ends up trying to find the person that taught Doc, Doc Hudson. And at the same time, you know, try to do the old methods of what made some of the older racers good and great at, uh, 
at racing and um you know it kind of just shows a contrast of like how the you know like just kids are now you know how the newer generation is with tech you know kids when you know as they're growing up they're using tablets they're using iphones you know how to use computers by the time you know they get out of diapers and you know just the technology that people lean on constantly you know and um or what what he's trying to do is not use any of that to get better to basically you know go back to the roots of what made all of these old racers great and you find out that like this cruiser Ramirez character is his trainer but doesn't know like any of the basic shit for racing right like because she uses all the machines right and so she's super like tech dependent and so it turns out that even though she's supposed to be this teacher she's being taught by lightning mcqueen on how to be a racer um because she doesn't know all of these basic things that a lot of the old cars do because they're so reliant on tech and uh, you know so they go through a series of adventures and um you know it's it's pretty funny some of the shit that happens and then they end up finding out that you know he ends up finding out uh during this process that she'd actually wanted to be a racer and uh you know he kind of sees a little bit of himself in her um you know so ultimately when it comes time for the big race you know to determine whether or not he's actually going to be able to stay in the racing game or not um he realizes that he doesn't know if he's actually going to be able to, you know, beat the uh, Jackson Storm character because he's just not fast enough. And he ends up giving Cruz Ramirez her opportunity to be a racer because, you know, he's taught her everything that he knows. And she is like a, you know, a newer generation of racer. Not quite what you are seeing, like, as far as, like, the models that are on the racetrack. But she's like a mid-range. Yeah, she's... She's not there, but she's skilled enough that, um, and, and new enough that uh, she can compete with this Jackson Storm character. And so he ends up giving her the opportunity that she never had um, because, you know, she said she hadn't taken that chance, um, that she never, never had one. And uh, you find out that she is good enough to be a racer and, um, you know, ends up winning the race, you know, big shock. But at the same time, you also learn that Lightning McQueen, even though he's, you know, kind of soul-searching, realizing that his life is going to, you know, come to an end, that he's nothing without racing, and, you know, that he's going to be this depressed character that he kind of assumed that Doc Hudson was, you know, from the first uh, movie, and he just doesn't want that for himself. He, he realizes from all of the old people that knew Doc Hudson was that Doc Hudson's best times weren't on the track. They were being, a you know, he was being part of his pit crew and being like his uh his pit crew manager or, like or crew chief dad. yeah you know basically his best times were being the crew chief for lightning mcqueen and so uh you know essentially lightning mcqueen ends up becoming her crew chief and uh you know at you know kind of a happy ending from there but you know it overall was a great movie and like there were you know obviously a shit ton of kids in the theater it's father's day weekend all the kids are happy, cheering. You know, our, our kids enjoyed it. Um, the, you know, adults alike enjoyed the, the movie in general. Um, and then, like, you know, so once the credits are running, there are a lot of photos that are, you know, showing stuff that's happening, you know, after 
the movie, all the different photos. So you want to stick around and watch all the movie credits. And, uh, you know, just like some of the other Marvel movies that you see where you're waiting for, like, some sort of um, clip to, to take place, um, you know, as far as, like, oh, is there anything after that? You know, am like I going to get, like, a little, end. yeah, am I going to get a little Easter egg, you know, from Marvel or whatever? You get a little tiny, like, 45-second short, you know, of Mater doing some goofy shit uh, at the Mater. end. Yeah, Mater being Mater. Um, but overall, Selling I think... Yeah, it's like, hey guys, check this out. So, uh, you know, overall the the movie was pretty good. Um, I think it's probably a little bit better than some of the reviews are saying, um, but I do think that it's it's definitely worth seeing. I mean, obviously there wasn't like a big old spoiler alert, which I'll probably end up putting in the title when I post it. Is that I mean, even though you know what's going to happen, I mean it's a freaking Disney movie. You you pretty much know what's going to happen, and early on when you're watching the movie, like you know exactly. Like, where the movie's going. You know, there are a lot of female characters in this uh, movie. There's, like, a, you know, a female car that's, like, the one of the racing announcers. Uh, it's, like, a numbers cruncher on, you She's know, an like... analyst. Yeah, an analyst, you know, predicting whether or not so-and-so is going to win. You still have, like, uh, you know, his his girlfriend character, the, the, little, the little blue Porsche, Sally. And then um, there's another female character that's kind of like a... Like, as old as Doc Hudson character that was kind of like one of the trailblazing female racers of her time. Um, and then there's another female racer in... Um, the bus. Yeah, there's um, there's a scene in the movie where they um, are kind of trying to sneak into a, a race, you know, to kind of just, you know, kind of get the feel for, you know, some dirt track racing. And they enter this race not realizing that it's going to be like a fucking demo derby, like figure eight style race. And so they try to leave, but they end up getting stuck in it, and all these other race cars are all beat to hell. And then the one that's apparently wins all these races is like this big old freaking female bus that's just <laughs> massive. And like you know, apparently she's a soul crusher in the in that racing circuit, but they end up beating her. And um, it's funny because in, in the process, uh, Cruz Ramirez inadvertently wins, um, which is you know like a big old big deal for her and uh you know that's how Lightning McQueen ends up finding out that she wanted to be a racer all along um but again I think that you know in general I don't think the reviews reflect how good the movie is and then there were a lot of people I've seen like on Facebook like hey is this movie gonna be as good as the first one was or you know have you seen it yet you know kind of thing is it's a Disney movie I, I would say in general you know Disney movie regard you know regardless of what they're making have a pretty good track record for just making quality films i mean there's well the I mean, graphics are really good in this one. Oh my god they were incredible there was this there, there were several scenes when they're out in the in the mountains and driving through the forest and stuff like that i swear you would think that like they filmed an outdoor scene and then just kind of like superimposed like the cars characters into the into the film that they made because like the water was it fucking looked like real water and like the trees and like the signs. It was pretty cool. badass. I was really impressed. I mean, shit, if they can make fucking video games like as good as they like made the the world, you know, for the Cars movie. I mean, holy crap, it'd be incredible. Overall, yeah, it was it was just a great movie. The graphics were fantastic, and you know, it's a great family film. I mean, for obvious reasons. And so, um. 
I just wouldn't pay attention to like what the critics are saying. You know, obviously they're always harsh and stupid and you know, some of the best movies get like the shittiest ratings and then some of the most garbage fucking movies in the well, world. It's not like it has a bad rating. I mean it's only been out for like two days. Yeah, I know. It just kinda seems like it should be higher and it's not. But you know, and so that I mean, to me, like, you know, some people are just kind of like, mm, I don't know if I want to see a movie that's not as good. I mean, because they're probably thinking, like, oh, Cars 2 is shit. You know, so, eh, maybe I'll wait until it comes out of the dollar theater. I mean, we, we're going to wait for it to come out of the dollar theater, but it's because we want to see the second time without having to pay a bunch of money again. So, there is that. I suppose. Yeah, you suppose. You're like, I just want to see it a second time so I can support Nathan Fillion so maybe he doesn't have to go to all those cons. Right. And deprive all the nerdy girls and probably some nerdy guys of seeing Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I couldn't be responsible for that. <laughs> I mean, shit, how many times have we seen... Like, I think Nathan Fillion has been at like every single convention we've gone to minus Phoenix Comic Con. That's true. I mean, every other single one in California he's been to. Wait, did he go to San Jose Comic Con? Did he go to the Silicon Valley Comic Con? No. Okay, so there's two. Wait, no, he did. Didn't he? Didn't we see him on stage? Yeah, that's fucking right. Yeah, yeah. never mind. He did. He, he had his own fucking panel. Yes, he did. Yeah, he had his own deal. It's like, oh, big shock. Nathan Fillion's at this one, too? Hmm. Gotta make a living. Hey, you know what? Do it while he's young, so he doesn't have to do it when he's, like, 90 years old trying to beat up some other, you know, 90-year-old dude from TV. We're going to make a live-action Cars movie based on Nathan Fillion. He's like, oh, I'm still trying to do these movies, but I just, I don't have the juice that these youngsters have. That's horrible. <laughs> That's horrible. Oh, my God. No, but you know what? Actually, it's funny. It's like this little site, you know, little small segue there is that like at Silicon Valley Comic Con I mean aside from you know just I think generally um them not having like a, a crap load of uh of a god what's the word I'm fucking thinking for panels is that his no his panel his panel was actually probably one of the better ones because like we've seen a number of times where like he's done panels but usually the panels that he does are like shorter in size and they actually gave him like a huge block of time at the silicon valley comic-con so yeah. he was able to talk about like all of the prior stuff that he's done like all the stuff that he's currently working on like what he hopes to do and all these kind of things so it was a little bit more informative uh, a little bit more informative than <laughs> you're used to just because like in general like whenever you go to all these other conventions like you know people get like five minutes to talk or ten minutes to talk or they immediately start like taking questions from the audience and like people always like come up with the stupidest fucking questions in the world they're like if you could be a color what color would you be yeah. you know or it's like if you can be a, an animal and you can have a power what would it be like it was always something fucking so stupid so it was actually cool to get him like to riff on all the different stuff i would say the complete opposite of coolness in terms of like sh you know shit to listen to was when we had to sit through uh god damn it who was it fucking uh captain kirk we had to sit through his thing william shatner yeah fucking william shatner man he i mean into himself. yeah we're getting like way off topic but um, i know but you know it's just kind of one of those things where it's like it was funny like people were asking questions 
And, like, he just completely would not answer them. He's like, what? I'm old. I don't have to answer your stupid question. I'm going to talk about motorcycles. Him. I'm going to talk about motorcycles and fucking horses. So, yeah. That was all he wanted to talk about. Um, but, yeah. Cars 3. Awesome. Awesome film. Yeah, trying to get back to that. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah, I mean, the first, the, I mean, the first, uh, the Nothing first one we recorded, first. you know, the first one was probably like significantly better. I take all the blame. Really I take did. every inch of that blame. Yeah. Just take it. I'm just taking it. Okay. What? Is that too much? Talking about a kid's movie. What? I mean, fuck. It says fucking explicit on our fucking podcast. I can talk about wet panties and Nathan Fillion fucking panel if I want to. Right? And that's the vodka. <laughs> well, it's not. I mean, the ocean vodka with this uh, Tampico fucking 0% OJ is You're delicious. So Mexican. <laughs> we can some vodka into some dollar juice. <laughs> you know what? Whatever fucking works. <laughs> Actually, this Tampico is like so fucking sugary that it like completely masks the vodka. It's no. incredible. It does. No, it when I gave it, when I gave you the fucking <laughs> taste the other day, when I fucking did the same thing and I put Tito's, Tito's in it, you were like, "Oh yeah, it's pretty good." And a nice burning aftertaste. You're so full of crap. I swear she does this just to get <laughs> under my skin and piss me off. That shit was completely fucking sweet. You couldn't taste the fucking drop of it. No, but you know what? She's the same person that like if there was like some smell like down the way. Like, I mean, far. She'd be like, it smells like shit. And, like, there's somebody with, like, shit on their shoes, like, across the street. She just could fucking smell it. She is that I can't person. Help it. Yeah, and it's just I'm like. I'm really sensitive nose. Yeah. Yeah, she's got that little sensitive button nose. She just fucking mm. smells everything. And you're just like, God damn it. And you're like, did I have shit on my shoes? You're checking your shoes. And it's like somebody that, like, is, like, fucking around the corner or whatever. You know, or she's like, somebody has BO. And it's like, that's yeah. the worst when you can smell it. <laughs> well, I mean, fucking everybody has BO problems where we live. We live in Bakersfield, California. This fucking weekend, it's going to be like 114, 118 oh, degrees. It's like retardedly fucking hot. So, I mean, it doesn't matter what kind of fucking deodorant you're using. You're going to get fucking sweat spots on your fucking No, but there's armpits. a difference between, like, sweat and then, like, Just, sweat. Yeah. Like, the like, like, make you bark, like, smell. Yeah. There's a difference. It's called wash yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like so nasty that you can catch all the armpit Ooh. sweat into a fucking container and oh, drink yes, it. No. No, that is pretty gross. No, that's I'm nasty. Grossing myself now. Yeah. Anyways, thank you for listening to episode number fifty three of the Conversationalist <laughs> Podcast. As it relates to Cars Three and that fucking great review we just gave you. Probably Anyways. Body odor. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Go see the movie. It's great. You'll love it. The kids will love it too. So uh yeah. with that being said, thank you for listening. I'm Jesse with Amanda. Yard. Drinking Tampico and vodka. Yeah, Actually, no. I'm telling you, you drink Tampico and any kind of vodka, whether it's Tito's, whether it's organic ocean or whatever. It's just like putting it's on vodka point. into tang. What? It no, I mean, like tang. Hey, if it tastes good, it tastes good, right? So just do that. So uh thanks for listening, guys. Muzzle top. Bye.